0: All right, everybody, somebody go ahead and start the music. Hey, hey, you were listening to the Prof. J.C. Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader. And lead all in teams and organizations. I'm your host, J.C. Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you've joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The Professor is in. It is Mental Models Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great and wonderful and relaxing weekend in San Diego where I'm at. The weather is just absolutely amazing. I think I shared this a week or two ago on the podcast. Summertime is here. And I just have to say it. And I do think that in other places around the Western Hemisphere right now, or maybe I should say the the Northern Hemisphere above the equator. I don't know if I'm saying that correct. Uh, It's starting to get warmer. Starting to get more beautiful again i live in san diego and so i have this I, I have a much different view of what that looks like i mean it's you know the day after christmas it's it's back up in the 70s again right in january i'm out kayaking on the boat we're at the beaches here we're at the pools and so it's much different here but my understanding is that out in the real world where everyone exists it's becoming that time of year. it's beautiful but this past weekend was gorgeous for us i hope it was anywhere you're at as well but back to the grind today happy Monday and I hope that this is a great week for you Uh, impactful effective profitable and that uh, you achieve all the goals that you hope to achieve this week so again it is mental models Monday but before we dive into that I just want to say something real quick it's kind of a little motivation uh, a little time of motivation here I was reminded of this this past weekend Um, when your dreams come true stop complaining when your dreams come true stop complaining and here's how i was reminded of this and i've been reminded of this a few times in recent weeks and months uh that when you work hard for something you wish for it you hope for it you dream for it you want it You so badly want it and then you finally get it and you realize hey it's not everything it's cracked up to be there might be a lot of work keeping that thing whatever that thing might be you know and it becomes easy to complain about it i'm just going to throw out an example right there maybe it's a brand new boat or a car uh i want a boat so let's use that as an example So let's say I work hard and I've got it on my vision board and it actually is on my vision board, this beautiful big boat. And I finally get the big boat and I get it and I realize, oh my goodness, now I have to wash it. Now I have to take care of it. I've got to find a place to store it. Taking it out on the ocean is not just a simple, hey, five minute thing. It's like a whole day ordeal from from the beginning to the end. And maybe I take a group of friends out on the boat with me and it's an incredible time. And then as soon as we get back to the dock, they all take off in their cars and I'm still sitting around for two or three hours cleaning up the boat, cleaning up after their mess, cleaning up the boat, getting the boat rehitched, taking it back to storage, wherever it is. And so then I I go from this excitement. I got the boat. I got the boat. And within just a matter of weeks, I'm complaining about, oh, I got to take the boat out today. Oh, I got to, all my friends want to go out in the boats and I got to take them all out, you know, on, on this boat. So what used to be something that we were aiming for, we were striving for, we couldn't wait to get it. Now that we have it, we realize what's a little bit more work than what we thought it was going to be. And so it's easy to complain. This is what I'm trying to tell you right now. When you get what you want, stop complaining. And this goes for anything. It could be a relationship, you know, man, you were, you were you were crushing on so-and-so. You wanted him, you wanted her. And, and for years, months, weeks, whatever it was, you, you, you couldn't wait to get that first date. And now you're two or three years into the relationship and now it's all complaining because, you know, it's it's work. And, you know, that that shiny object isn't as shiny anymore. That shiny person isn't as shiny anymore, right? And so I've had some of this in recent weeks because uh, I have pushed myself. I moved to San Diego about 17 years ago and I've just pushed myself for 17 years to get to where I'm getting to right now. And now I'm, I'm getting some of the things that I've just worked so hard for. And if I'm not careful, I find myself complaining. So I'm, I'm sitting here you know, over the weekend. As I'm recording this, it is the weekend. And as I'm sitting here, Uh, recording this. There are people out enjoying the sun and I got to enjoy the sun too. But as I was enjoying the sun, I had to take work out with me. So I'm sitting among all these families and people and they're in the pool, they're splashing around, they have their kids there. And I've got books in front of me and I've got papers and and things flying all over the place because I'm trying to get planning done and I'm trying to get PowerPoints done and I'm trying to get prepared for trainings and everything I've asked for. And I heard a little voice come in and say, man, sucks to be you. Look at everyone else. They're having a great time out here. They're enjoying the sun. They're enjoying the the day. And you, you're sitting here with papers and you're doing paperwork and you're trying to get, you know, all this and, you know, you can start complaining about it. Oh, so much work, so much blah, blah, this and that, and why they, why they asked so much of me, you know, and I had to stop myself and say, you know what, JC, you asked for this, you wanted this. So uh, enjoy it. Because the reality is that this situation I'm in now, which is a beautiful situation, and I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that are opening up all the doors, even though it means a much more structured life, even though it means um, having to discipline myself in certain areas of life, giving up certain things that maybe I wanted. I wanted to go kayaking so bad today. It was beautiful out. It's in the 80s today in San Diego. And even in San Diego, a day like today, it gets people out of the homes. Right, a uh, uh, seventy-two day, seventy-three day. You know, wherever you live, if you're outside of Southern California, for you that might be a big deal. That's exciting. Seventy-three degrees today. Let's head out and enjoy the day. For us, it's just kind of ah, eh, okay. You know, it's always seventy-three degrees and sunny here. But on an eighty-eight degree day. Now, now, that even makes us San Diegans step up and take notice. And so I thought, I want to get my kayak out. But then I realized everything I needed to get done so I can be prepared for tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and next week and the week after and so many things on my plate. And so I couldn't go kayaking today. So I just sit by the pool and do work. And I found that voice in my head. Look at what you're doing when everyone else is having fun. But you know what? I asked for all of this. I asked for it. And it's been manifested. And so I want to share that the same thing with you, because there's some of you out there that that need to be reminded of this. You're living the life you've always dreamed of, and now it's becoming second hat. It's not shining anymore. And you find yourself griping and complaining, literally, especially for those of you who live in the United States of America and you have a decent life, a middle class, upper middle class life, whatever it is. Find yourself complaining. I want to say this first world problems, shut it, shut it, keep moving forward. Okay. Uh, Nobody wants to hear it. It's the life you've always asked for. So dive into it, enjoy it because you know what, within 20, 30 years, people aren't going to be calling you up anymore. People aren't going to want your opinion as much anymore. There's not going to be this demand for you and for your skills. And so while we're in this season, let's enjoy it. Let's make the most of it. Let's work hard because this season is not going to last forever. Let's dive in. Mental Models Monday, we're talking about second and third order of consequences. I'm on a uh, website called the West Cal, uh, or it's just called westcow.com, W-E-S-K-A-O.com. She is a phenomenal uh, consultant, and she has worked with Seth Godin. I actually got to sit on a meeting with her maybe a year or two ago, and I was just so impressed with who she is. So I'm on her website and she has a blog posting that came out September 11th, 2020, and it's called Second and Third Order Consequences. Here we go. Have you ever solved the problem? Then realize you accidentally created five new problems. This is why it's important to think about second and third order consequences. The goal is to accurately weigh the true cost and benefits of a proposed solution. By thinking about potential side effects up front, you save time by preventing unintentional ripple effects before they happen. So what are second and third order consequences? Second and third order consequences are the downstream ramifications of your actions. When you change part of a system, that change can impact other parts of the business, people, or processes. The scary and exciting thing about second order consequences that side, is that side effects are not always obvious at first glance. If you skip thinking about second order consequences, you might end up with complexity and messiness you have to clean up down the line. That messiness can be costly and hard to undo. A five minute decision can take five months to fix. Maybe you've been there before. So we got to zoom out to see non-obvious ripple effects. A lot of times you forget to think about ripple effects because you're too focused on solving an immediate problem. Your lens becomes too narrow. You can't see how your decision impacts other parts of the business or impacts your future self. That's key right there. That's deep. A solution we find today in our personal life Could create a problem down the road. We always have to be thinking about our future self. Second and third order consequences aren't always obvious at first glance. When we zoom out, we can see what happens down the line. We can see hidden costs and potential externalities. These externalities aren't always negative. In fact, you should only move forward with the decision if there will be either neutral or positive second order consequences. Examples of second order consequences are all around you. Situations like the below, might seem impossible to predict so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to share with you some situations here and these might give you some examples about what second and third order consequences might be but if you do some thinking up front you can usually point out the main areas of risk then you can decide whether those risks are worth it and how you reduce their impact here are examples of second order consequences here we go four four different examples number 1 Trying to save time in one department creates more work for another department. The sales team makes a change, but it creates a lot more work for the product and engineering teams. Okay, that, that's example one. Example two making changes to the product actually made things worse. You added a product feature because customers said they wanted it, <coughs> excuse me, but it ended up making things worse. And now there are even more complaints. Maybe you've been there before. Example number three adding a new offering actually unintentionally created cannibalization. You saw a competitor offered a free version of their product and you thought, we should do that too. Then realizes this cannibalizes your paid products. Example number four, a solution makes sense in the moment, but makes things harder next year. There are plenty of ways to hit your sales quota, but some tactics make it harder for you to do it again a month from now. Even on a personal level, we just talked about that, right? This idea of a solution making sense right now, but then you get a month, two months, three months, four months down the line, you realize, oh my goodness, I'm in trouble now. So here's how you identify second order consequences in your daily work. You don't have time. Excuse me. You don't have to save this for big decisions. You can use this framework all the time. Soon it will be muscle memory, okay? You'll quickly see how decisions impact other areas, understand the true cost and benefits, then decide whether you want to proceed. So here's how you get started. Here are three questions you can ask in your business, in your life, when you're getting ready to make any kind of decision. Okay. Question number one, who else might be impacted? Okay. This is for a personal decision, professional decision, leadership decision. Who else might be impacted. And if you're thinking about your own team, what other teams might be in that, you know impacted? What other departments might be impacted? That's question number one. Question number two, what parts of the business might be affected? If I make this decision over here, how might it affect other parts of the business? Question number three, what new problems might this solution create? When you think of second and third order consequences, you get a more accurate picture. You'll be less likely to to be caught by surprise so you can make a better decision. So again, this doesn't have to be just for business or leadership. It can be for any decision. Uh, I want to go out tonight and I want to have In-N-Out. Uh, I want to have Freddy's burgers. I want to have a big pizza, whatever it may be. That sounds great. It fits, it, it, it fits and fills an immediate need. What might be the long-term consequences of that decision? I want to go buy a car right now. I've saved up. I've got $5,000 that I can put towards this car. It's money and savings that, 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 that really should go to something else, but I've got the money and I see the car and they're telling me it's on sale. I, I want to go put this money down in a car. Okay, good. Sounds exciting. What might be the other effects? Who else might be affected by this? What might be some of the side effects that may happen? What might be something that happens six months down the road, 12 months down the road, because you made this decision today? Always thinking in terms of second and order consequences, second or third and or first, second and third order consequences, because often the decision we make right now is going to have far reaching effects that we can't see. That's all I got for you today. Mentals model, Mental Models Monday. Hope you have a wonderful week. Hope it's effective, impactful and profitable for you. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, The Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.